Hello and welcome to This Dummy, the podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. I'm your host, David Clark, and this week, Jacob and I resurrect the scream queens of Will and Grace, relive Tyra Banks' catwalking dread, and recall Patti LaBelle's nightmare before Christmas. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Yo! Hey! 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 Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Yeah. You know, I'm watching a scary story right now, speaking of Halloween. Uh, I'm um, afraid to ask. Yalla Fix My Life, the Marie Holmes story. Did you watch that episode yet? No. Okay. Whew. What's going on? Fix it, Jesus. Fix it, fix it, fix it. Okay, so we know who Marie Holmes is, right? She's the one who won the Powerball. The 188 million. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend, uh, heroin dealer, uh, drag racer, and convict named Hot Sauce. Triple threat. Triple threat. Who she triple bailed out right, to the total right, right. of 21 million dollars. This girl. So Iyanla went to her house to kind of try to fix her and put it all put it all together. Was there any money left? I think there's a couple of coins left, but it, it's it's really just. Uh, a whole whole situation and i i don't know if i don't know if there's any fixing but okay so what's the uh what's the assessment well i've only gotten through halfway of the episode and alanya's there she's making her write all of her assets and possessions and things that she's bought on piece uh, on on bricks and making her carry it around in a wheelbarrow all throughout her entire house <laughs> i was gonna so, say this sounds more like Susie orman than ayana but then the bricks <laughs> in the wheelbarrow <laughs> in order for her to feel the real gravity of the situation of course sure now oh lord marie so she won the, she won the powerball she bought herself a house in south carolina it's a sprawling former plantation okay so that's already like, uh, why? Why'd you do why? that? Why? So you know, of course, Ayala's talking about the spirits and the history and the 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 bad juju that's already up in that house. Sure. She, she needs to really move into the light, Caroline, and figure out her life. Right. Now she's got four kids. Now she she has four kids, but she sent the mama and bought her a house all the way in Seattle and let the kids go live with her. Who does that? She must really uh, not have liked them kids. Oh, man. Well, Yanla said to the mother about Marie, you have to correct her and direct her and Lord help her. So that's as far as I got so far. I mean, it, it really just it, it's a sad, sad tale. And I, I don't I don't know if there's any fix. In, but I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Once wow. I get through it. I'll stay tuned. <laughs> Scary business. I guess so. I was just catching up on Loosely Exactly Nicole. Having Ooh. a wonderful, a wonderful time. That show is really funny. Oh, it's a good time. It yeah. is such a good time. Now, did you did you watch the Mistress episode? Yes, very good. She She's, was she was giving you a lot of length, mm-hmm. a, a lot, lot of a skin. lot of body, a lot of skin, yeah, and a lot of comedy. A lot of comedy. She gets such good looks, just like a stare she, and a purse and an eyebrow raise. Oh, that pursed lip. Yeah, I really enjoy that. Nicole. Yeah. So what's going on with you this weekend? You uh, getting your trick-or-treating or maybe your trunk-or-treating yeah, on this this it, uh, holiday? It's the hollow weekend. And, you know, I don't – I feel like we talked about this last year. And I also feel like every time a holiday rolls around, I'm like, I don't like this holiday. Um, but I don't like Halloween. Yeah. But you like the candies. I like the candies and I like a party. And the thing is everyone wants to have a Halloween party. And so there were a bunch of them going on this weekend, Saturday – um, I went to one with uh, my partner, Jack, and I thought we were in the clear because there was no, like, I knew it was a Halloween party, but it didn't say costume parties. So I wasn't thinking we needed to come with an outfit. And then okay. at the last minute, he's like, oh, it's a costume party. Oh, it's a masquerade ball. Yeah. Black tie. Mm-hmm. All of that. So we need to get, so we, like, we ran down to uh, Target, which is just a wasteland of, like, rejected costume ideas. Oh, yeah. Grabbed a couple of t-shirts. Oh, I'm wearing one. Oh, Ghostbusters yes. t-shirt says boo. Mm-hmm. So we went as booze. Oh. Hashtag wordplay. <laughs> I feel like we didn't get enough credit for that at the party, but so it kind of worked to, out. 
you went ahead and scrabbleized scrabbleized yeah. this Halloween theme. triple word score. Okay. Mm-hmm. Points. Gotcha. So I'm definitely okay. saving this one because it's easy, uh, and I don't like okay. to dress up. You can just yeah dust that bad boy off next year. Yeah. Just don't put it in uh, uh on high in the dryer. Shrink you the know fit. Those, tar- those Target T-shirts will make will will become a crop top in a second. In a hot second. Dry clean so only, careful. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dry That's clean right. only. This ten dollar mm-hmm. T-shirt. No fluff involved. Hand wash only and wool light. <laughs> Now, were there any notable people at this party? Because I know how you like to rub shoulders and brush the elbows. No, this one, this was uh, Jack's friends and his coworkers. There were a couple of um, Facebook execs there. Oh, okay. So why did you talk to Mark Zuckerberg about our podcast? <laughs> I did. I was, he was like, you need to go live. That's the new thing. Facebook Live is the new thing. That's what they were okay, all talking about. Okay, what is up with Facebook Live? Everyone understand. swears about Facebook Live. Do we need to do Facebook Live? Do we need to be live and direct? I'm going to go ahead and episode? say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to put the kibosh on that. It's just very interesting that like, with all the like... Uh, digital... We've got faces for the radio, so no no video. <laughs> we have faces no visuals. for HD. Yeah. Um, it's just so interesting that that's the that's what's popular right now is, is like live internet media, considering all the like digital streaming on demand stuff where you can binge watch everything on your own terms that they're trying to get yeah. people to show up to a single live event. Everybody is always trying to be Stormy Weathers on my Facebook feed, giving me the live and direct news feed. You know what I mean? Like here, you know, live on the scene, news channel four. And I don't really need it. Yeah. I don't need to see you. I don't need you to be like Facebook Live with your cashy go lean. Mm-mm. You know, I don't need to see the no. cereal. I don't need to see no. the weather in your neighborhood. I don't need to see your commute to work. Right. I don't need any of that. Right. Cashy best friends. I don't need to see that. <laughs> Except they could give me a screen ca- a screenshot of what the box looks like. Because you know cashy best friends. Oh, is it like a back-to-back sister-sister deal? Pretty much. I think, uh, remember Rob and Big from Rob Drydeck and Big? Rob and Big. So good. So good. And that one episode where they took the photo for the Kashi (laughs) Friends cereal. Oh my gosh. I mean, that was basically a loosely exactly Nicole episode. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, if you guys haven't seen that Rob and Big episode, try just put in Rob and Big Kashi. And see the photo that comes up. It's, it's a real treat. Worth going the extra effort on the internet to try to dig that up because any uh, MTV gets real vigilant about not letting their stuff on YouTube. So you oh, might have yeah, to like, put, try to find out. They put video it or in something. that. They put it in that uh, like MTV vault, like Disney. Like you know, you're not going to see Pinocchio for 15 years. You better get this DVD at Walmart right now today, or we're yeah. going to lock it down. Hey, that's an idea. Maybe you and Jack could go as Kashi friends next time. Maybe, maybe. Just get yourself a box, you know. If we can mm-hmm. get the hair and makeup together, <laughs> get the hair and makeup team on stat. Yeah, call Tamar's people. Speaking of hair and makeup, I was checking the gram the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this hairstylist. His name is Tokyo Styles. I think I talked about him before because he he can really slay a lace front wig. Okay, and he's been doing a lot of the hair. Well, he started off by doing hair for like like Karush Tran and some other people but then like kylie got word of him kylie jenner and then he started doing like her lace front wigs which you know blank stare but anyway right, he's blank, really blank. like moved up in the ranks and his latest client which is i think this is a good get naomi campbell oh that's a good one and he's giving her 40 inches of hair and she's whipping it around and it's so good is that like a permanent installment because i've seen her edges <sighs> um I don't know if it's a double-sided stick tape or if it's a, you know, you know, sort of like put it into the crypt after you've like worn it out for the night. Right. I'm going to say it's a permanent install. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a permanent install. Definitely needs like someone advanced in their game. It needs an expert's attention. Yeah. I'm glad she's getting that expert attention because she didn't, she didn't deserve that traction alopecia. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't deserve, deserve it. Supers deserve that, better than that. That was like fashion battle scars for her. She had to rock. She had, and there wasn't enough advancements in weavology in the 90s. And she laid those cornrows down for a little too long and a little too tight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the edges went to roost, so to speak. Now, what is Tyra's situation? Have we seen her edges? She seems to have gotten out scot-free. 
Well, we know that she likes to take a toothbrush and some brown gel right. to the baby edges to bring it all up front. But I haven't seen them recently. She's <laughs> right. actually kind of been out of the news for a little while. But there was an interview. I think for whatever reason, she was on Swedish television like a week or two ago rehashing the Naomi Tyra beef. Yeah. Should we listen to some of it? Hold on. Sure. Can we back the tape up? Yeah. Okay. Very difficult. Well, I, I I did really well really fast, but then the industry was saying, oh, look out, Naomi Campbell. Here comes Tyra Banks. So, Naomi Campbell, sit your butt down. This younger one is coming to take your place. And it was really unfair to her because the other models, you know, that weren't black, weren't the, the new, like Kate Moss came up. We were the same generation, Kate Moss and I. They weren't saying, look you out. Christy Turlington, this cheekbone girl got cheekbones <laughs> higher than yours. Get back. You know, so they weren't saying that. And so, you know, it, it wasn't fair to Naomi, uh, but her response was, uh, to this day, I'm very scared of her. But, uh, so anyway, Tyra's saying she's still scared for her life. She's, you know, closing all of her windows, arming her alarm system, and watching her back. <laughs> Viper arms. flying blackberries coming her way. They don't even have, do they even have a blackberry anymore? I don't even know. She's like ducking uh, blackberry pearls. Those are those are like defunct. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, she's got a degree at this point. She's had a couple of hit TV shows. Why is she still running from Naomi Campbell? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Her best strategy would just be to keep Naomi's name out of her mouth. Yeah. Because yeah. truth be told, you should still be afraid of a Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. That's true. If you're Naomi, in her crosshairs, that's it. That's it. You're in trouble. And like Naomi says, you gotta she better check her lipstick before she comes for Naomi. <laughs> that <laughs> show didn't really go over go anywhere. No, her, but that top model. That catchphrase works. Yeah. Check your lipstick. Yeah. Before you come for me. Right. I'm scared of her. I'm not messing with her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So what else is going on here today, this week? Um, well, in, in I guess, not so surprising, but still unfortunate news, let's just start with the bad and say Mariah got dumped. Oh, no. Say it isn't so. It's so. And nobody's surprised. Ugh. Like, did anyone so expect ha- this to really take off? Mm, no. No. Yeah. Nope. So apparently... I didn't know it would just go down this type of road, though. I thought I it was kind of fizzle out, not kind of pop off. And right, there should not have been a popation. Mm-mm, that wasn't no. necessary. Yeah, because they were both still technically married. Oh well, right. They had there had there hadn't even been any ink on the on the papers yet. No, they both got like giant rings, a, a lavish engagement. Both still married. They could have just like let this one coast along for a while. But mm-hmm. I guess um, that the, her billionaire Australian fiance got tired a of her extravagant spending and her new love her newfound love for reality tv i guess he didn't want his business out there on e which i can understand i apparently he was a little bit threatened by one of her backup dancers and thought that there was a little um they were a little too close for his own comfort so Um, that was also another that was also another ding to the relationship really Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Mariah having any hetero backup dancers. Right, but I mean, apparently this guy, I think his, I, I, I don't know what his name is, but um, yeah, apparently he was jealous of one of the backup dancers, and they were on their yacht off the, like, Amalfi Coast or something. It's always the Amalfi Coast. they got into some sort of argument, and then Mariah hopped off of the boat onto her honey jet ski <laughs> and sailed off into the sunset. Sure. She was and- done. Into a Banana Republic commercial from 1997. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, she's keeping the $10 million engagement ring, and now she's looking for a $50 million payout for her troubles. Yeah, because as you do when you when a relationship doesn't work, you demand your $50 million, and of then course. you peace out. Yeah. You peace out. She needs the support. She's only a half a billionaire. Right. Yeah. She moved from New York to L.A. Yes. I mean, the U-Haul alone is probably $2 million. Right. I'm sure she didn't return it on time, so there was probably a fee. A lot of late fees. A lot of late fees. A lot of glitter in like the. I was gonna in say, the, gotta the clean out the glitter and the bedazzlements. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna do that? Yeah, that costs a lot of money. I'm not paying for it. This is for mm-hmm. you. No, no. Okay. So just just cash her out. Be done with it. Yeah. That's fine. So it's all over for them. But you know what? Then she she went ahead and backed up and went to a Halloween party with Mick Cannon. Well, she always spends her holidays with Mick Cannon. 
That's right. Holidays. Is yeah. that code word for something? A little <laughs> uh, slap and tickle. Who mm-hmm. knows? Tricks and mm-hmm. treats. I have to admit, though, I do like them together, though, when they're all unified with the little twins. And yeah, the, when they get together for the family times. I'm still in it. I like that. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, you do it for the kids. Do it for yeah. the kids. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think Nick is probably mostly still playing nice because he hasn't gotten his check yet. You're talking about alimony. He's like, I'm still waiting for my monthly installment before yeah. I make any right. any judgments about this. Because those stories out there about like Amber Rose and Christina Milian. He's testing the waters, and right. I feel like he's about to wild and out, you know, any second now, mm-hmm. as soon as that ink is dry on his checks. Call it a hunch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of litigation going on this week. I know. Everybody has gone to, like, R&B court. Yeah. Well, Azalea Banks is threatening going to take a further legal action against Russell Crowe. If he does not apologize to her for the incident that has allegedly, in her mind, taken place. I think everyone else in like social media, people that were at the party have already said, oh, no, she's a little bit cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But Azalea went on over to Access Hollywood and um, the tears were flowing. I see you're getting emotional. What's causing the emotion? Because every time, like every time something like this happens, I'm always like being blamed for like wanting this kind of attention like who wants to tell somebody they got spat on you know that's humiliating and i'm just like really really humiliated azalea banks breaks down recounting the night she claims russell crowe physically picked her up threw her out of a party in his suite at the beverly hills hotel spit on her and called her a racial I, I wasn't sure if it was azalea or if it was lark Voorhees. i was like oh no i've seen i've seen this i have been to this film already <laughs> it's disrespectful. i don't even need the popcorn wow <laughs> wow i'm just um, a little bit concerned i think that she needs to be corrected and directed too obviously obviously yanla that is probably next season i don't even think that yanla would would take that on yeah it's there's too much there where do you begin all i know is that i was swift to dismiss her along with everybody else but then i Mm -hmm. saw her i'm just not convinced that she's that good of an actress to be up there on access hollywood pulling crocodile tears out of thin air Mm mm-hmm she did look sincerely distraught, but here is part two. I didn't see any actual tears. Okay. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like, if you, I don't know. It was a little snotty. It was a little uh, sobby, but no actual you, tears. So I'm calling, this no. is my Wendy Williams objection. Where are the tears? But the thing is, if you really have a case, you don't go talk to Mario Lopez. You go to the Johnny Cochran firm. That's true. You do. And he, she didn't even get Lopez. <laughs> she didn't even get Lopez. No. <laughs> she got Natalie Morales to throw to the package, and then it was some woman I'd never seen before who was like, okay, right. let's get this straight. <laughs> right. What like, happened? Hold on a minute. Now, back that up again. Tell us what went down. Right. Wait, you broke a wine glass and you threatened to stab somebody? Okay. Hmm. Okay. To be continued. I mean, I really can't yeah, speculate who's right, who's right. But there's so much craziness and chaos in her orbit that I can't, I can't keep things straight. Yeah. I don't know who to believe either. Yeah. Oh well, well you can just I think we can all just be certain that her relationship with Riza, whatever it was, is it's torched. That's gone now. Oh oh yeah, that contract has been thrown into the fire. Movies not coming out, albums not coming out. Done. Nope. Whatever. Mm, it's a wrap. And although she did mention at one point that um Riza turned to her and gave her the look, like, why are you fucking up my, my seat at the table with the white people? Mm-hmm. That feels legit to me. You think Riza was like Oh, 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 don't, don't, don't mess this up for us. Yeah. Well, you know what? Riz's come. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's possible. That's definitely possible. Okay. But what do you think about that? I think like Riz has carved himself out a nice little, a nice little niche there in the film industry. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to mess that up. Russell Crowe is a, a solid Hollywood contact. Yeah. You don't want to go winner. In. He's got cred. He's got temper. I mean, both of these people have, have documented checkered pasts as Ellie yeah, Banks you, and Russell Crowe. So it could exactly, go either way. Exactly. But you have to know, I mean, they were basically, that was a Molotov cocktail waiting to explode. 
with those two personalities. Of course. And I kind of blame Rizza for bringing both of them into the mix. Right. He should have known better. He should have known, known better. better. And also, as Elia Banks is saying, in the, in the Beverly Hills Hotel didn't have any surveillance. There are no videos of any of this stuff. It all happened. That also seems suspect. Because isn't that where Whitney died? Hmm, that's true, yeah. They should have installed some cameras. And yes. There's enough shenanigans that have gone down there that there should the, be. Yeah, they should have the camera in every corner. Exactly. System ever. You, they should get a nest system, a system. Body cams for the uh, valets. All of it. Everybody. You know, maybe it's time to bid adieu to Azalea and pass the tor- torch on to someone else, like Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could swap them out, no problem. That'd be fine. Can Tiana rap? I think she raps, she dances, she sings, she, she acts. She She's getting her mogul on, and apparently she's launched a website which is going to be the debut of her her, her, her fitness videos. But they're not necessarily like gym workout videos. It's more like dancing, right? Yeah, I think that's the, that's the game. It's sort it's, of like her sweating to the oldies, except they're new. Right. So what I'll, what I glean from this video is that you're probably going to get um, some Kanye B-sides instrumentals and a bottle of baby oil and an ace bandage top. Mm-hmm. And some fruit of loom bottoms, and you can just baby oil yourself up and just stretch and do a lot of uh, wind kicks in your living room. Right. You basically, get the Tiana Taylor body. That's uh, the package. That's I, the kit. I'm my, my, <laughs> that's the kick. My guess is that they probably don't guarantee results. <laughs> I think it's my probably question. mostly for entertainment. Now, do you get that fade bob that she wore in the video, too? Because that's that's an essential, too. And you're also going to need a spray bottle to make it spritz and wet. Yeah. And, you know, make it move around and shake the way she did. But not too, too much, because it's got to be crispy up top and, mm-hmm. like, loose and lovely on the bottom. That's right. I believe that's how she described it. Yeah. So you just got to keep it spritzed and hydrated at the bottom of the edges. Yeah. It's like a ramen noodle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe if you buy like the uh the actual DVD at Target or at Best Buy, you get a little like a little wig packet. Right. It comes with you. <laughs> I think if you just opt for the digital download or the subscription, you probably don't get that. Well, you don't get the entire kit. But yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. But you better you gotta be careful though, because if you oil up too much and, and you get some on your heel or something, yeah. Don't, don't do this in a living room that doesn't have any carpeting, okay? Do not try to do it on some wood parquet floors. Right, or even a laminate. You, you may, yeah, you you may be in traction. You'll find the, the splits hospital. you didn't right. know you had in you. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Splits that can't quit. <laughs> That's actually DVD one. <laughs> DVD two is like plyo, cardio, uh-huh. but number one is splits that don't quit. <laughs> So stay tuned for that. Stay right. tuned for that on, on, on shelves coming yeah. soon. Can't wait. I've got my pre-order in today. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I really hope that she, I hope I hope that her um, her success continues, and I hope that we see more from her, and I hope that we get actual some more music from her as well. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we've got to go back to the courtroom for this one. Oh, so Bruno Mars, Mark Robson have been uh, taken into pop court themselves. Yeah. They're really cracking down on all this musical plagiarism. I mean, don't have an inspiration for a song. (laughs) Don't even. Don't have a musical inspiration. Don't even admit to having a Spotify subscription. (laughs) Please don't, because the oldest living member who played the the tambourine or the triangle in one of these old funk bands will come for your ass. Right. Although Bruno might have to pay up on this one, these there's some okay. brow raising similarities here. I yeah, I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna get out of this one. Let's let's make some comparisons, shall we? Okay, so we've got college. What's it called? It's called what, what's the song called? Um, it's called. I thought it was called College, but maybe I'm I wrong. I think that's the band. 
The song is Young Girls. The band is College. Okay, now let's take it to 2012 and hear some Uptown Funk. Go. I mean, that's compelling. Wait a minute, can you? No, you just played that. You just played College again. I need you to bring it to 2000. Wait a minute. Oh, no, wait. that was that, that was, was the new fun? one. That oh, was it. Oh, 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 I mean, case closed. Uh, Bruno, you're going to have to take out of the blowout slush fund account. That's right. Julio, get the check. Julio, write the check. Yeah. I mean, he's been here before, though. I feel like Bruno Mars has been stealing songs for a second. Well, he, listen, I think that we said this a couple weeks ago with his new single, 24 Carat. I mean, he does kind of like look back to a lot of 80s R&B funk. And so, I don't know, I'm sure there's going to be somebody else that's going to be knocking on his door for 24 karat money, too. Yeah, probably, depending on the way this one goes. Yeah. Um, And he had that other song, Treasure, a couple years ago, which was pretty much a ripoff of, I think, a French band called Breakbot. The song called Baby, I'm Yours. here's the thing, though. I mean, listen, every, like, genre of music has similarities to it, right? And, like, where where are we, like, when is this going to end? Like, you have to kind of draw, like, a distinct line. Like, like, you can't just keep, like, suing people because there are sort of, like, sound and, like, melodic similarities. The fact of the matter is, is that Bruno did it. It was produced and he has done it better and it was more successful. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Like, yeah, you're, and I think you're right. Like, where do you draw the line between like homage or pastiche even and plagiarism? Or, and I think it's definitely right. a question of intention. A. And were you trying to get over or were you trying to like pay tribute? Right. I mean, this one is a bit of a tough one because I can, I listen, I hear similarities there, but I mean, come on. Yeah. But at least there's, I think there's only one surviving member right, from this band. So it's not like he had to, to divvy out a check to all of Cool the Gang here. You know what I mean? That's he just true. has to give it to, to Lulu. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't know. I mean, unless someone is sponsoring his, his litigation. I don't know Ray how. Ray. Or, or, or uh, Pookie. I don't know how long he T-Bone. can afford, afford to stay in court. I don't know how many motions he can afford to, to make. Right. Oh, well. Oh, boy. Did you see, speaking of one more, I guess, legal thing, did you see this nonsense with Bill Cosby? No. He, I guess, is now claiming that he is legally blind. Oh, by Bill. Yeah, and so because of that, he cannot actually face his accusers in court. This, this to me, seems like a stunt. This is the kind of stunt you'd get if, like, Raven Baxter was pretending to be your attorney on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. This is situational comedy. It's like Andy has a doctor's note. So, you know, uh, case dismissed. They're saying, right. his lawyer, I guess, is saying that no 79-year-old blind man could possibly defend himself against a claim that he sexually assaulted someone he supposedly met once half a century ago. So he's got the cataracts defense now. Yeah. So exonerated. That is mm-hmm. big time nonsense. <sighs> anyway. That's 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 what's happening with Bill Cosby. He's just pulling tricks, stunts. But speaking of Raven Baxter, that's so Raven is coming back. Wait, the show is coming back. Yeah, Raven announced Wait. it on the View on Thursday or Friday that she is a leaving the View at the end uh-huh. of this year, or maybe even before the end of this you year. You know, this makes me very excited because I was a true blue that's so Raven fan. That was a good show. That was the best. Like Disney, show. I mean, listen, I was an adult and I really appreciate it. Was like my secret guilty pleasure. Yeah. It was funny. It, it was, was funny. Really funny. And that's, you know, that's where Raven Simone belongs. If she's going to be on TV, it needs to be in these terms. She needs to have a script in very specific direction. Absolutely. So I co signed this entirely. Mm-hmm. And did you know that So Raven was actually the first like multi camera sitcom for the Disney Channel? Um, I did not know that, but that makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. This is where it all started for everybody. Because now there's so many of them, like Waverly Place, Selena Gomez, Sonny with a Chance. It seems like they have so many of them now, but Raven is the first one. Yeah, they're just going back to that well. So 
apparently like this is not a like a, a reboot it's a sequel or a sequel to that so raven yeah i guess so kind of like a girl meets gonna, world is to boy meets world gotcha like a fuller house if you will exactly okay so raven baxter's back however Which, this time quick subreddit I just mm-hmm. saw, um, I guess there's this website that sort of aggregates um, views for streaming media. And so somehow, like, the numbers for Netflix got out. Fuller House oh. is the number one show on Netflix by far. Oh, yeah. It's dominating. It's up there with, like, it's like Fuller House and Stranger Things. I think Stranger Things is a second to Steph- DJ Stephanie Tanner. Yeah. That was shocking to me. I mean, I watched it, but still shocking. But still. I and, mean, I thought it was just us two that were watching it and, right. and getting our 90s life. Yeah. But I'm still waiting for like the Steve Urkel, Stefan spinoff. But How come I can't I find I, anyone else but you to talk about it with? Right. I know. Because no one else wants to really share their truth with us. Interesting. The shame. Hmm. So anyway, um, that is pretty crazy, though. I mean, they're making Netflix some cash, more so than Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Chelsea's got to be really pissed off about that. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watching Chelsea. I don't know. I don't know how that's working out. Well, good for Candace Cameron. So I guess this is where Ra- maybe Raven got her in- uh, inspiration from. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, it's not necessarily like a continuation of the show. It's a re- it's a, a sort of spinoff sequel where Raven Baxter returns. She is a mother of two who is a divorcee. Now, hold on a second. Uh-huh. Raven Baxter's a divorcee. Now, if she was so psychic, wouldn't she have seen that coming? I mean, they'll have to address <laughs> that in the very first yeah, episode. Please, Off everybody top. in the writing room. I need someone in the writing room to make make sure that that sort of comes full circle and we understand what's going on. There. Tie that up. She should have known about she that. She didn't see this coming at 13? Mm-hmm. She saw everything else. Yeah. So anyway, she plays a divorcee, has two kids, and apparently one of her children shares her gift of seeing the future. Yeah. Who will it be? Well, I guess she was saying on the show that uh, they're doing a open national casting for actors for the show. Colorblind Maybe casting it, at her assist- it, it, insistence. It, it, could be, it could be you. It could be age colorblind. <laughs> sure. It could David, be logic David blind. <laughs> logic blind. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, we've seen, like we've seen like this week, there, there is a lack of logic. Yeah. Anything is possible. Right Anything could, it could happen. It's the millennial maxim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look out but for you, that. I, I'm excited about it. But you know what? Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but like she wasn't on that much on the show for, for months and months. And it was really speculated she had gotten fired. So her sort of like big announcement and then it was sort of like wrapped in at the end that she was going to be leaving The View. I feel like this was just sort of like a backdoor sort of I got fired kind of like sweep the the fireation under the rug. Yeah. I mean to kind of like throw audiences off of the fact that this these people can't hold employees. That's true. This is like one of those Annie's pretzels uh vendors like in Penn Station who can't keep somebody to run the cashier cash register. No, I agree a hundred percent because the rumors were swirling over the summer that both she and Michelle were gonna let go and then Raven ended up coming back, but she's relegated to these like on the street segments for whenever she comes mm-hmm. back. And she she's only on like once every like two or three weeks. Right. She's really yeah. been missing in action. Yeah. Their Halloween episode is like, oh well Raven's playing the uh, is dressed up as the invisible woman. Mm-hmm. And then they just it's cut like, to it. Her close up is just an empty chair. Or it's just like a wig head with one of her you know, creations on there. <laughs> yeah. Just a rainbow wig on mm-hmm. a pole. Yeah. It's too bad. I don't like anybody in the, in the, the view lineup right now. I'm back to my like OG favorite joy Behar. Oh yeah. Thank God for joy. I'm so glad she's back. That's it. Cause um, she's not going nowhere. Jedediah, that Fox news person is, it's not doing it for me. They have some blonde girl. I can't remember. And, I like that blonde girl. Dude, she's, she's nice. Sarah like, Haynes is her name. From Sarah Green, Haynes. Green. I like that Sarah Haynes. Mm-hmm. I like that. I can I can get with Sarah Haynes. She's okay. I don't dislike else, her. They fi- they're firing someone else. They're firing like, a, like a, a Good Morning America correspondent or whatever. Oh, yeah. That other brown-haired girl who yeah. is not really on there. She's the, yeah. She was supposed to be the other conservative sort of hard news person. Mm-hmm. I forget. Well, they name. were saying that, you know, Raven just didn't have a handle on, like, 
really deep issues and like politics. She struggled and with current events. She had a really hard time with it. And you know, like she struggled you know, with declarative sentences. Podcast, we were just really not here for any of that opinion she was trying to push. Right. She said like Michelle Obama looked like a bird or a monkey or something like that. She said something offensive. She said a number of things that, that didn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. It was that sort of like blind confidence that your parents instill in you when you're a child actor. I can do anything. I can say anything. Right. And then the rest of America was like, you sound insane. Right. So and I we guess are fans. We are your fans, Raven. We are your fans. We are your people. But these are the facts. And you didn't have them. No. <laughs> Ever. They gave you cards. They gave right. you tablets. Well, hopefully she'll stick to the script on this new Raven episode. And I hope it does pretty well. I'll be, yeah. I'll be tuning in. I'll be yeah. going to watch it. She, I mean, she'll be well served by retakes, right? Oh yeah, and and spit takes too, <laughs> and Pratt falls, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, <laughs> banana peels. <laughs> I, I'm actually really excited for that. No, I think it'll be good. It will be good. Yeah. Now, did you see that video that I posted on your wall? Mm, where are my backup singers? Where are my background singers? Oh, my goodness. Um, if you haven't watched it or listened to or seen it yet, there is a video flying around on your social medias. I think mostly on Facebook. I think this video was made on like a Facebook video. But Patti LaBelle apparently was invited to the White House to <laughs> sing some Christmas carols. And can we play the audio? Let's. I mean, she goes to sing some... She goes to sing this Christmas. And, well, it was more like... This crapness. Let's right. let's listen. This was basically April Fool's. This was They a played whole, a trick on her. Oh, holy mess. That's what they did. That's what this was. When did this happen? This was like in the 90s. Yeah, in 1996. So it okay. wasn't during like the Obama administration because Michelle would have put her together, okay? They right. Come on my stage I was going to say. And complain about the backup singers not being there. You just, you, and who doesn't, who does not know the song? Right. Well, that's this There's is a so good question. Questions. There's so many questions. Okay, oh, let's who do we blame talk. here? Okay, she comes out on stage, but okay, where were the background singers at? That was were an they? empty stage. There right. were bleachers. There were stands. Someone was supposed to be up there. You know what? But it was they empty. were probably uh, what was going on then? What there was, was probably supposed to be a choir? Were they on break? Was this during the Clinton administration? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It had to have been. Okay. Oh Lord. Well, so they must have been looking at like the the Christmas balls and the the foyer or like the Christmas tree. And I don't know. They were distracted. Was or that maybe during had, the impeachment? Well, maybe they were over at the the graham cracker White House display, and they just they couldn't their attention couldn't be turned maybe. to their job of backing up Miss Patty. Right. But yeah, who goes on stage and there's no background singers? There's no anything. And then the cue cards don't work. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> and then, but why it was an declare, inside job. Why declare the fact that you do not know the song? Right. While you're singing yeah. the song in front of the audience. Right. Why, wouldn't you just shut it down and be like, we need to start over? Right. Or you just kind of like snap your fingers and just like let, let the band riff mm-hmm. until those background singers and they get the cards right. Right. But she was, Miss Patty wasn't having it. Yeah. It's just she's like, okay, we're gonna do this one time, right or wrong. Right. 
and you're going to have to catch up with me or I'm going to make up the craziest words. Not only do I not know the words, I'm going to replace them with the not like the craziest nonsense. Right. My heart is filled with cheer. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. She just repeated anything she ever saw on a Christmas mug at Starbucks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she screamed through that poor man's solo. Oh, man. Yes, the sergeant. What's his name? The sergeant didn't even have a solo. No. Show me that cardigan. (laughs) Or that cardigan. Right. I mean, show me that old Navy pullover. (laughs) Well, maybe. Hey, this might be a new new business venture for Patty. Old Navy cardigans. Maybe. Maybe they'll have her I'm sure her people are on it. I hope they are. Mm -hmm. She's savvy that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pies, cakes. Now cardigans. Mm-hmm. It's a whole line. She's gonna have the market cornered at Walmart. She's gonna have it locked down. Well, you know who else is coming back to TV? Uh, who? Will and Grace. Well, I guess it's just a rumor at this point, but I'm excited about this, so I'm gonna try to like will it into existence. I'm doing a very hard pass on this. Why? No, what are interested. you talking about? Who cares? So what? Who cares? Listen, they came out with that little cute YouTube go vote or like I'm with Trevor, vote, vote, honey. Vote, vote. Yeah. And honestly, I just seeing the way I I wasn't really happy for their return. Wow. Who cares? You are petty. I'm sorry. Spiteful. I don't know. Hateful. It, like, well, they're like you probably sabotage Patty. There was something so like self-important about them saying, "Oh, we're going to come back and we're going to do a YouTube and we're going to like, you know, promote like, you know, endorse Hillary and everyone's going to watch it." Um, I think that it, it has not even reached a million hits yet on YouTube. Nobody's checking for what Will and Grace are up to right now. I don't think, wow. except for you. Okay, well, I'm checking hard. I was really delighted by that little reunion, ten minute webisode, mm-hmm. and I think that that is the best use of those actors. Put them back on the show. It was funny when it ended. They all seem to like step quite naturally and comfortably back into those roles. Why not? Well, I guess NBC's comedy lineup is struggling. The state of the sitcom over there is dire. That's true. That's true. I mean, have you seen the good place? What else are they going to do? Are they going to? What else are they going to do over there at that Will and Grace show? I just became like. Judith Light from Transparent. <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, what? I don't. What is there? To, what is there to be said? Yeah, maybe. That's true. I don't know. I that's feel like true. they they did it all. Didn't Grace get married like twice? She married Tay. No, she married Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, I think she, she had kids. I think I think that it's done. If it comes We're back, it now. needs to focus on Jack and Karen. Make Will and Grace <sighs> the peripheral. You're not even here for Jack and Karen. I, I, no, no, hmm. no. All right. Fine. Fine. What are you going to watch? We, Superstore? We live in a post Will and Grace world. We kind of you know do. I mean? That is the, we that really is do. a hard truth. And that, I don't know if their like purpose would be well served anymore. Yeah. I don't know. That kind Maybe. of gay engagement is very 90s. I mean, I'm not saying I would love more gay visibility on a sitcom or in a show, but like their brand of their story, I don't know. It just feels a little bit past its due date for me. Now, is any part of this your snobbery about um, multicam <laughs> <laughs> sitcoms, these, <laughs> these live studio audience sitcoms that you're just not no, here for? Not, no, not at all. I just think that I, I don't I don't I don't know. You know what? I'm going to reserve uh, my judgment until they actually make the announcement and until the cameras start rolling and we see a little taste of what they have to offer. I mean, that webisode was a solid preview. We can't. Well, that wasn't doing it for me then. Okay. All right. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to see. I'm going to see how many views this thing has gotten so yeah, far. Yeah, let me know. I'm going to let you know. Hold on. A I second. mean, if it's under a million, then I think. You're probably right. They don't need to bring that back. Okay, okay. So it has 6.2 million views right now. Solid. 6.2 million. Okay. You're still with the shoulder shrugs. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure. I'm well, not sure. they could but all use a what? check. All of them. They could all use a check. And, well, like, you know, I'm not one to knock any any will and grace hustle. Go for it, guys. I just don't know if I'm going to be tuning in. 
I don't know. I will tune in for the both of us. But I'll tell you right now, Sean Hayes doesn't need to check because he's been doing fine. Oh, yeah. He's well, like a per- doing fine. They always, they, I mean, they they always book during pilot season. Every All of them have had like at least three attempts post Will and Grace. So they've gotten some checks now. Oh, that's true. They have gotten That paid. is true. But Sean Hayes, he was the executive paid. producer on Hot in Cleveland. And okay, Grimm. So, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So he's doing all right. He's eating. He's eating. Yeah. He's got a lot of money for khaki pants. Sure does. Didn't Jack always rock a pair of khakis? He, yeah, he always did. And like a, mm-hmm. a, a sweater vest. Oh, a Jack lot was of that. really it. Jack was adorable. Okay, bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> okay. Bring him that on didn't back. Take much. <laughs> um, okay, so you're not checking for the new Will and Grace. Maybe, maybe not. You're on the fence. Will you be checking for Jennifer Lopez's new show? Well, listen, it sounds like NBC is giving everybody the green light. Everyone's got the green light over there. They've yeah. been listening to a lot of Beyonce B-Day, and everyone's got the green light. Right. Um, I think they misinterpreted that song. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> I, I think they, they did. but So, okay, so Jennifer Lopez has just inked the deal with NBC, and she will be starring in the television adaptation of Bye Bye Birdie. Why? <laughs> Hello? Who told her this was okay? I mean, they're really going into the old catalog of old dusty musicals. Yeah, sort of I'm, all, I'm tired of these alive holiday musical things. They're well, not good. Can you really give me like a more like up-to-date musical? Can you give me like a Wicked? Can you give me a... Too expensive. Uh, I guess that's it. It's about the money, right? I'm like, can I get a Lion King? <laughs> Please, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, you're giving me Mame. I mean, know. Disney could get into the gang and stomp it if they put together a Lion King. Put that shit that's on ABC. True. <laughs> for free and they would shut it down because these old dusty musicals i mean i don't even think i'm going to be there for hairspray to be honest i mean i might check for jennifer hudson really quickly right but the rest of the gang i'm not really interested yeah not really interested definitely not interested in bye bye birdie in 2017 and definitely not interested with jennifer lopez starring in a musical this is the <laughs> this is the closest she's going to get to broadway you're going to have to give everybody, like, I would have to need to have an oxygen tank during that because I would totally be holding my breath through every song. I'm like, oh, please hit that note or just stick to the choreography. Just right. do the, it's like, it's a dance. It's a dancical. It, yeah, it's a dancical. It a dancical. That's true. Play to her strengths. Although maybe right. that's, maybe that's their trick for making sure people tune in. Like, is she going to get through oh. it? Right. But maybe they will just stick to mostly dance numbers. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she really did that on the the American Music Awards last year. So, yeah, that's true. She did. But let's be real, that was a fifteen minute medley, not a two hour musical phenomenon. Phenomenon. Well, I guess it would be a phenomenon. It'd be a musical two hour musical moment spectacle. It'll be a phenomenon if she gets through it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a phenomenon if people tune in. <laughs> Um, she also has another show in the works at NBC. Have you heard of this deal? She's got another, she's got like a procedural in the works. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's called. How to, how to glow away with murder. Get ready to roll your eyes as hard as you can. <laughs> right. It's called CRISPR. C-R-I-S-P-R. A.K.A. Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats. What does that even mean? I don't know, but they really wanted to use CRISPR as their acronym. Basically, I think it's like it's a uh, detective CSI meets like DNA uh, recalibration, like crime show. That sounds like some kind of short term memory uh, affliction. CRISPR? (laughs) I can't remember my short term relay memory. Like, you know, that's what it sounds like. It sounds Mm -hmm. like some sort of amnesiatic situation. Can't remember my email password. I have CRISPR. I have CRISPR. Early onset CRISPRs. Take your ginkgo. Take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, speak it. Well, you know, one of my hot new product find. Now, you know, I'm a Jersey boy and I like to go to the mall. And I like some of my mall. I like some of my, my mall shops. Okay. And, you know, I recently made my way back to the body shop. Mm-hmm. Before you reserve any judgment. Okay. okay? All right. I just went and I. Peruse the shelves, and I found the Himalayan clay mask. 
I tried it and it really gave me a snatched beat face. Oh, really? And it was amazing. It was, a, I don't know what's in it. There's like, it's like clay. There's like enzymes. Mint. There's like, uh, there's crispers in there. Jojoba or like goat weed. I don't know what's going on there, but it gives you a little bit of a, it, it, you know, it starts to dry up on the face. Mm-hmm. So it pulls out the toxins, but it also warms up. It got a little bit too warm at first. Ooh, I was okay. like, I might have second degree burns. But then that <laughs> cools down. That cools down once it dries. Okay. You have a dry mask and then you hit your face with the water to splash it out. And then you can rub it in because it has like little oatmeal kernels up in there too. So then you get the exfoliation as well. So you, you detox, you burn it up, and then you moisten it up, and then you scrub it off. And then you basically look like you're, you have a baby's butt face. How long does all this take? 30 minutes. <laughs> Not that long, you know. Sure. No, like 15 minutes or something. So anyway, so I'm on board with I the mean, your skin Himalayan, looks great. Himalayan clay facial mask. All right. Go and treat yourself. This week's episode sponsored by mm-hmm. Bath & Body Works. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Shout out. Or treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And please retweet ourselves, Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to check that out. I Go will say out. that I have, um, as my work, like if my work moisturizer, mm-hmm. uh, their orange, what is it? It's like orange mandarin. No, it's like a mandarin ginger oh. lotion. Okay. It's, it's like a citrusy kind of supposed to wake you up in the middle of the day. So if I have to like wash my hands in the middle of the day, because I'm obsessive, I get really dry hands. And if mm-hmm. I have to I wash my hands a lot and they dry out, obviously, and I deal with a lot of paper in my day mm-hmm. job. And so paper and dry, crusty hands is not a good combination. Mm-mm. So you got to hit a, that ash in the middle of the crux of the thumb and the first finger there. Gotta you got to catch gotta, your corners. You got to make sure that's moisturized. So that's what I use at work. And it's great. See, you walking around smelling like a fruit by the foot. That's right. <laughs> it's ironic, though, because I really get mad if someone tries to peel an orange in their cubicle. Right. Because that is it, offensive to me. It changes the chemistry of the entire office. It's too it's so much. Weird. It's like these small like office things. Like, number one, I don't like to talk to anyone in the bathroom, okay? Don't try to hold a conversation with me in the stall next to me. Don't do that. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear your grunts, and I don't want to hear about the kids in right. between the grunts. You know what I mean? Please. Thank Please you. keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Keep the door closed. Mm-hmm. And just go about your business. Right. And don't follow up with a toothbrushing in, in, in the bathroom either. I don't like no. that. No. Unless it is a, like a single occupant That's bathroom what I was gonna situation. Say, go to the handicap, you know, one one room stall bathroom situation and handle your business there. Right. But don't I, if you I really, really need to polish your molars, do it there. Right. If you need to go and do like, you know, the dentine and the in the and the, you know, the oral B. Do it, do it in your, the comfort of your own private area. My boss a couple weeks ago actually broke out some floss in the middle of a meeting. She wasn't oh, even no. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was in her office, and she no, started no. flossing her teeth. Nope. I just pretended it wasn't. You've been listening to This Dummy with David Clark and Jacob Jeffries. As always, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter at This Dummy Tweets. So follow, like, subscribe, and we'll see you next week.